Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime. Make sure you stay tuned after our story to hear us answer a listener question on Mr. Reg's hotline. It's a beautiful day for a story, adventure and glory, new friends and old ones too. It's an excellent day to get swept away in a tale, so let us regale you. Uh, Mr. Reg? What? You're huffing and puffing like the big bad wolf over there. What's the matter? It's just, uh, well, you know. You're mad that the Woodland Wonders lost? It's not simply that my softball team failed to win this match, Jonathan. Today's game was the first round of the Folktale Forest Softball League's annual tournament. The Diamond Pitch Pennant. Ooh. And we forest floor animals were hoping to make it to the championship round this year. But alas, we remain the understory underdogs, and frogs, and hogs, and, uh, well, you get it. Aw, I'm sorry. That must be disappointing. I just don't know what I did wrong. I know I struck out once, but I wouldn't worry too much about that, buddy. You did your best. But my best wasn't good enough. It was a team effort. And yet, I was the new member of the Woodland Wonders. I should have been their back-pocket talent this year. That's a lot of pressure to put on yourself, Reg. I can catch a ball by piercing it with my quills. Yeah, it's the being able to remove the ball from its skewers and toss it to a teammate part that might have hindered you a little. Oh, that happened one time. My arms are so short. Right, and the animal that plays shortstop needs to stay quick. Look, I'm new to softball. I don't understand everything just yet. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you, Reg. What? So you're saying you do think I'm the problem? No. So you're saying I'll never be good enough for this team? I didn't say that. Oh, so you're saying, because I'm basically the size of the ball, someone might get confused and throw me, and that's a potentially illegal move. Oh, I I hadn't thought about that one. Oh, so you're saying I'll never be MVC. What's MVC? Most Valuable Critter. But you may as well forget that title even exists, because I will never get the MVC ribbon or the free pizza party. A pizza party? You know what? I think we're getting too far from the point here. You also get an ice cream cake. Why don't I tell you a story? That's changing the subject. Well, not really. It's about a bird. And yet, I'm not a bird. But you've got three birds on your softball team, the Branch Sisters. The Blue Jays have more on theirs. Do you want to hear the story? Not if it has nothing to do with my current plight. (sighs) Mr. Reg, have you ever heard of the story about the crow and the pitcher? Yes, sticking to softball. 
That's a home run, chap. That's a topic I can catch right now. <laughs> well, it's not really about a softball pitcher. Ooh, strike three, I'm out. Wait, wait. I think this will be a home run. Oh, from now on, the story will be titled A Hedgehog's Home Run. I'm listening. You promise you won't sulk and leave? No promises. Okay, well, hear me out. Once upon a time, there was a very tired crow, um, hedgehog. Hmm. He had been flying, uh, I mean, uh, uh, he had been hitting fly balls all day on the softball diamond. And I can't even do that. I'll never be any help to our team. Hey, don't be so hard on yourself. Why not? Is there some magic solution that'll help me save the day and earn the championship trophy for my team? Oh, I had no idea you got a trophy if you win the entire pennant. What kind of championship would it be without a trophy? Fair point. It's actually just a smorgasbord of berries and nuts. But it's very tasty. Oh, sounds like it. Now, back to the story. Oh, fine. I swear this has everything to do with what you're upset about, Reg. Just be patient. Everyone keeps telling me that. Hey, patience is a good thing to practice. Oof. All right. So the tired hedgehog was making his way home from the game. But he realized he had left his water bottle back at the dugout. A rookie mistake. I should know. He was passing through a particularly open field in the direct sun of an astoundingly hot afternoon. There was no shade or anywhere to pause for a rest. Mm, sounds scorching. Did he curl into a bowl and wait for someone to toss him across the field? Nope. Wait, what? You keep mentioning that. Have you ever done that? Eh, once or twice. How do you land? Wherever my spine stick me. Ever seen a dart board? Wow. Uh, gotcha. Just be careful, Reg, all right? Anyway, the young, overheated hedgehog really wanted to get home quickly. So he kept moving across the field. He considered his alternate routes digging a hole and waiting until nightfall, flagging a passing bird for a ride. But in his overheated stupor, he really had no option but to keep going. Mm, poor guy. Should just throw in the towel, hit the showers, retire his jersey. <sighs> Mr. Reg, no. The hedgehog was walking across an extra dirty patch of dirt when he spotted a blue jay overhead. A member of the blue jays, you say? Oh, was it their pitcher, Delilah? Or their outfielder, Marigold? Couldn't get anything past them today. Um, uh, sure, it was Marigold. I knew it! Marigold was flying by after the game, and the hedgehog flagged her attention. Excuse me, do you happen to know how much further I have to cross this field? And Marigold cawed down, Oh, you have about 50 more meters to go. But my goodness, I don't think you're going to make it that far. You're carrying all that sports gear. Don't you have a water bottle to sip from? 
Ah, Marigold, always spotting things from a mile away, dashing your home-run hopes with a dexterous catch out of nowhere. Oh, Red, she was just being helpful. When the hedgehog shook his head no, she replied, Oh, that's a shame. Well, I can see from up here that two meters in front of you, there's a pitcher sitting in the middle of the clearing. Maybe you can refresh yourself from that. Toodaloo! And with that, Marigold beat her wings twice, twirled up in the sky, and flew away. The hedgehog used his last remaining strength to add some pep into his step and speed up, making his way to that clearing. And when he was there, he saw a pitcher. Exactly. And, and a catcher having a chat together on the mound. Actually, this was a pitcher you'd pour a drink out of. Like that big container with a handle that Coach Cobbles keeps your mid-game Gatorade in. Oh, yes. She always gets my favorite flavor. Blue. Oh, really? Well, who doesn't like blue? Oh, good point. But this particular pitcher in the middle of the field held water in it. Phew. Whew, the hedgehog found his water. Story's over. That's the end. Thanks, Jonathan. Oh, hold on, buddy. Hold on. Because unfortunately, when the hedgehog made his way up to the lip of the pitcher, he quickly realized that neither his nose nor his stubby little arm could reach deep enough to get to that water in the pitcher. And after a few minutes of straining, he began to panic. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't work up an extra sweat crossing the field so quickly for nothing. He was really parched by that point, and so frustrated that he began to cry. I, I'm such a failure. I've worked so hard all day to get home quickly and safely. And here I am, overheating in a field, unable to even get to the water that Marigold suggested I drink. I may as well lay here forever on the ground and shrivel up like a raisin. <laughs> he was being pretty melodramatic, huh? Oh, most definitely. And crying would speed up his dehydration, too. He also couldn't knock over the pitcher because water would spill everywhere and be wasted. Yes, so the hedgehog flopped down on his side. Actually, in exactly the position you're currently laying, Reg. Ugh, are you mocking me? Not a bit. The thirsty hedgehog was on his side. Ugh. Splayed out, exhausted. Ugh. And hopelessly groaning, just like you are. Well, I'm not hopeless. I'll just never be good at softball. Well, Reg, I'm telling this story today to convince you of the opposite. Jonathan, I'm never going to steal a base. I'm only good for stealing hearts. <laughs> okay. First of all, yes, you are right that you are very well loved. And secondly, pay attention to this part of the story. After the hedgehog was laying on the ground for a few moments, he noticed some movement out of the corner of his eye. A squirrel was running through the field, 
picking up acorns and seeds, filling her cheeks, and then scurrying back to a copse of oak. What's a copse of oak? Uh, a group of trees. And then the hedgehog saw the little squirrel carry her bounty up the trunk of one of the larger oak trees and deposit it into a big knotted hole in the middle of the trunk. Safe! Exactly! And upon further inspection from his vantage point on the ground, the hedgehog noticed that the squirrel's hidey hole was brimming with her stash of seeds and acorns. So many that they were spilling over the edge of the hole and onto the ground. Wow, sounds like that squirrel is a true winner. Is that what you were trying to tell me, Jonathan? That the squirrel knows how to win and I don't? <laughs> Way to rub it in. <laughs> Not at all. What I'm trying to tell you comes next. Suddenly, the thirsty, exhausted, on the verge of more tears hedgehog was hit by a brilliant idea. Roll over and give up? <laughs> Reg. He knew what to do. The hedgehog realized that, just like that squirrel's overflowing tree stash, there was limited space in the pitcher of water. So, even though he was basically flat as a pancake and overheated on the ground, the hedgehog suddenly found within himself a well of energy. He began collecting stones. What? Stones? Yes, stones. He used his newfound energy to gather stones and plop each one into the water pitcher. Oh, I understand now. To fill up the pitcher and force the water in the pitcher to rise to the top. Exactly. And the clever hedgehog finally got his water. I see. But I'm afraid I'm still not quite grasping your message, friend. How is this supposed to make me feel better about my softball failure? Because it wasn't a failure, Reg. Think about it. When did you begin training with the Woodland Wonders? Well, just a few weeks ago. See, at that point, you were but a hedgehog with one stone. Huh. Yes, I couldn't do anything. I swear I got stuck sliding into second base, and we had to pause the game. And after a few weeks of practice, your quills are only skewering the right stuff. Like softballs. Hot dogs and uh, umpires. <laughs> and just like that hedgehog in the story, little by little, you keep learning and improving. That is true. A few days before today's game, Coach Cobbles showed me how to hit the ball by swinging, instead of throwing my bat at it to stop it from coming towards me. See? There you go. Oh, and I learned that stopping to chat with the other team guarding the bases is generally frowned upon during the game. Only further proving my point. Oh, hold on one second. Let's see. Let's get there. Let's somebody run here. Ah, here we are. A snickerdoodle cookie and a ribbon, just for you. What is Mac? Jonathan, my name is Reginald. No, it's M-A-C. 
Most awesome critter. Trying new things is always brave, and you're hitting it out of the park. Oh, I absolutely love it. I feel as if the dark clouds have parted and the sun is shining through. I have things I can contribute today, and I'll be even better tomorrow. One stone at a time. Thanks for sharing that story with me. Do you feel any better about your softball game? Well, yes. Also, this was just game two for me. Wait, wait, game two? So, there's still time to get to the championship game of the Diamond Pitch Pennant. Yes, I suppose so. Even though we didn't win this one, there are more coming and we will be underdogs no more. I will practice and continue to add stones until I get to the water. That's amazing, Mr. Reg. So, uh, do you want to go play some catch? I'll try to use my mitt instead of my spines. Got to learn sometime. Oh, that sounds great, Reg. And we should probably order some pizza. Can't think of a better way to end the day. Take me out to the bowl game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never get back for its root. Root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Such a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Hello, friend. You've reached Mr. Reg's hotline. What are you curious about today? Hi, Dorktails! Hi, Dorktails! Mr. Reg, we have a question for you. What do you think of Sonic the Hedgehog? And also, which one of these animals do you think would eat you? Tell them what kind of animals they are. They're a fox and an eagle. Uh, this is... Bye, Bye. Dorktails! Bye, Dorktails! Have a happy new year. <gasps> Charlie and Hunter, uh, did you just say the OG hedgehog's name? As a young hoglet, every Saturday morning, I ate my very nutritious breakfast grubs in front of the television to watch the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic Sat-A-M. Ooh, I just love Sonic and Tails and Knuckles and Sally Acorn ooh, ooh, as they fought the evil, dastardly Dr. Robotnik, although sometimes he's called Eggman now. I'm not sure why he's called Eggman. I guess because he looks like an egg. Oh, but but Robotnik just sounds so much more cooler and eviler. Oh, I could just go on and on and on about my favorite hedgehog celebrity. Uh, but I, I, I guess I am just like Sonic. A little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package. <laughs> uh, now, about your second question... <gasps> Who would eat me? Um, why, Francis Ford Foxcular and John Eagleton Esquire would never think of eating me. They're two of my best mates from here in the folktale forest. We'd, we play bridge together. <laughs> but sadly, outside our lands in Once Upon a Time, 
We hedgehogs do have many predators, like your plushy friends, the fox and the eagle. However, our fiercest foe is the badger. That's why, at the first signs of danger, we hedgehogs roll up in a ball and let our prickly spines act as a barrier to protect us. Very creative and interesting questions, Charlie and Hunter. Thank you so much for sending your video to the Mr. Reg hotline. Grown-ups, Jonathan and I want to hear from your kids, too. Hang out until the end of the credits for ways to contact us. Or look in the show notes. This has been a John and Character production. Today's story was written by Amy Thompson and performed by Jonathan Cormer. Sound recording and production by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Sound Studios. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at dorktalestorytime at gmail.com. Find links in the show notes or go to dorktalestorytime.com. Now, go be the hero of your own story, and we'll see you next Once Upon a Time.